Welcome back, Giants fans. It's preview time. Week number three against the Dallas Cowboys. The undefeated Giants play the 1-1 one one Dallas Cowboys who got themselves a... You know, much-needed victory last week. A unexpected victory, too, I must say. The Giants came into this game as, I think, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now they're favored by one. So I guess people are betting Dallas or maybe something with the injury report has changed that. But, yeah, the Giants are still favored. That is good news. There are a good amount of injuries to pretty important players. So we'll go over those and we'll talk about what Dallas has done this year, what they're good at, what I expect from this matchup, and hope you guys enjoy the video. Leave your predictions in the comments, and let's get into it. So let's start with the injuries. We'll go through the important players on both sides. And it is Friday right now. The game's on Monday, so the injury report is not going to be as accurate as it would be for a Sunday game at this point, so keep that in mind. But Aaron Robinson, cornerback, appendix, DMP on Thursday. Wandell Robinson with the knee injury, DMP on Thursday. Leonard Williams with the knee injury, he was a DMP on Thursday. Dane Belton got a limited practice. Same for Feliciano. Same for Ojalari. Same for Kayvon Thibodeau. And same for Kadarius Toney. So I do think the Giants are going to get their two, you know, one and two edge rushers back for this game. That's Kayvon Thibodeau, the fifth overall pick, and Aziz Ojalari, last year's second round pick. And that's going to be massive for this defense. They, of course, are better players than O'Shane Zimenez and Jihad Ward, who did a fine job filling in. But look, we want to get Kayvon and Aziz out there, and I think we're going to see that on Monday. Now, Jordan Ronan did tweet about Kadarius Toney 12 minutes ago. His hamstring injury popped up, and it's a bad sign for Monday night, he said. So Kadarius went from limited on Thursday yesterday to did not practice today. So obviously, when you go backwards like that, it's not a good sign. So right now, I would say maybe Kadarius does not play on Monday, but at least the Giants are looking like they'll get their number one, number two edge rushers back. For the Dallas Cowboys, cornerback Trayvon Diggs has a personal thing. He did not practice on Thursday. Michael Gallup might make his season debut. It's looking like it. The wide receiver, he had a full practice on Thursday. I'm expecting him to play. Jaron Kirst, their safety, I believe missed last week. He is a DMP on Thursday, so he might be out once again. He's one of their better defensive players. Connor McGovern. Govern, their left guard, he did not practice. Micah Parsons missed Thursday's practice with an illness. I would assume by Monday he'll be okay, but you never know. And Dak Prescott, most likely out. They did not put him on IR as we know, but he was listed as a DMP, obviously. And tight end Dalton Schultz was a DMP on Thursday. I don't think he'll play this week. Maybe week four for Dallas fans sick, but I don't think he's going to play Monday. I'd be surprised. So yeah, definitely some key injuries on both sides. We'll see who suits up and who doesn't, but at least these guys get the extra day to possibly make it out there. So what have the Dallas Cowboys been up to the first two weeks of the year? I can finally stop referring to last year's stats. We're two weeks in, so that's good enough. The Cowboys offense has been pretty uh, below average so far, of course, without having their starting quarterback. That's going to affect that, but they did play the Buccaneers defense, who was by far number one right now. I guess the Bills are up there too, but the Bucks defense has been great so far. And then of course they played the Bengals last week with Cooper Rush, their backup quarterback. But the Cowboys are 23rd in rushing yards per game, 89. I mean, that's not really the Cowboys identity. As far as I know, they love to run the ball. They have been one of the top running teams for a long time, and we have not seen it so far this year. That, of course, coincides with the offensive line injuries and Ezekiel Elliott not looking that great. They're 21st in passing yards per game at 201.5. And this is a Cowboys team that definitely lost some weapons. They lost Amari Cooper. Guy had a great game last night, by the way. And they lost that one slot receiver that went to the Dolphins this offseason. I forget his name. I'll look it up. Cedric Wilson. That was the guy. And right now, they're 31st in the NFL in points per game with 11.5, only in front of the Colts, which is pretty surprising. Now, the Cowboys defense is much better. They are 19th in rushing yards allowed, but they are 6th best in passing yards allowed per game 
fourth in total sacks and only allowing 18 points per game that's actually tied with the Giants for ninth best in the NFL and that of course is the scary part about this Dallas team is their defense I don't fear their offense as much this is not the days of Dez and Witten and Romo or even Dak Zeke in his prime this is not the same type of team this Cowboys offense has now reached a point where it's not the same and that's due to the offensive line injuries the quarterback downgrade the loss of weapons and hopefully our defensive coordinator Don Martindale can put Cooper Rush who has not had the most NFL experience. I think he has two career starts, but has not had the most experience. Put him in tough positions and blitz him a lot and force him into some bad mistakes. But the Giants offensive line on the other side, they have to step up themselves. We know that Andrew Thomas has been pretty much flawless over there at left tackle. The rookie right tackle, Neil, hasn't graded out well, according to PFF, but I thought he's been pretty good for the most part. But those interior guys have been a bit of an issue. And Mark Lewinsky at red guards allowed some pressures. Of course, Feliciano and the rotation of Izuda and uh, Bredesen. It's always concerning there at center and left guard. And the Cowboys, of course, they can throw some good players at the offensive line, whether that's Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons might be the best edge rusher in all football. He might be, well, Aaron Donald still walks this earth. I can't say that, but he's one of the best defenders in football. They also have Osa Odigizua, who, of course, his brother was drafted by the Giants back in, I don't know, 2014, 2015, didn't have the longest career, but his younger brother has been playing pretty well for Dallas so far this year. Now, Dallas's corners are pretty exploitable for the most part. Of course, Trayvon Diggs gets a lot of attention. He had like 11 interceptions last year. Um, I think Trayvon gets a bit too much hate, but like we know what he is. He's an all or nothing type corner. He will get a lot of turnovers, but he'll also give up a lot of yards. But the Giants in return don't really have an alpha wide receiver one right now, so that really doesn't matter. And then Anthony Brown, the other cornerback, he's pretty inconsistent. So, I mean, the Giants, of course, they're going to trot out guys like Richie James and I'm sure David Sills, Sterling Shepard, and maybe Kenny Galladay gets some more snaps this week because if Tony's out, I would expect that Kenny Galladay gets bumped up a bit, but we'll find out. The Cowboys defense does now have Anthony Barr. Of course, he was a longtime Viking his entire career, and Malik Hooker's played well. He's battled so many injuries, so I'm happy to see him out there healthy so far. He's off to a nice start for Dallas. And Dan Quinn as defensive coordinator has been good since being there. We know about his shortcomings with the Falcons as their head coach, but as a defensive coordinator, he's a guy who's been great for that defense, and he got a bunch of head coaching interviews this past offseason. Dan Quinn's defense, from what I know, he's more of a cover three guy. He will send a lot of pressure, so that's pretty much what the Giants are going to face there. So if they can get their run game going against this type of defense, that would help out a lot, of course, and open up the passing game. Now, on the other side of the ball, the Giants defense versus the Cowboys offense. We'll look at some of the key matchups here. We'll see what the Giants do with the cornerback position, because we saw a lot last week how the Giants would have the rookie Cordell fly on DJ Moore when they played the Panthers and DJ Moore is by far the wide receiver one on that team so do we see a Dory Jackson on Michael Gallup or CD Lamb that's gonna be the interesting part of this game but the Cowboys assuming Gallup plays this game they have a you know respectable top three receivers here CD Lamb is ridiculously talented I very much you know love watching him play Michael Gallup, as we know, has been a good wide receiver. It is his first game back, so you got to kind of temper expectations. But even Noah Brown, their slot receiver, has looked very good so far. I think he had like five catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown last week. But for the Cowboys offense, their tight end position has taken a hit, of course, with the Schultz injury. The quarterback position has taken a hit. Left guard spot has taken a hit. Left tackle has taken a hit. Even though Tyler Smith has graded out well so far, PFF gave him a 69.6 so far this year. So that's good, but, you know, the offense with Tyron Smith is a lot 
better. I think Cowboys fans will admit that. And then the running back spot, Ezekiel Elliott versus Tony Pollard is a constant debate with Cowboys fans. And I think NFL fans too are now just like accustomed to making this argument. But um, there's things Tony Pollard does much better than Zeke that includes explosiveness and just making big plays happen. But Zeke, as we know, is a excellent pass blocker. He has pretty reliable hands. And I just think the coaching staff probably trusts him more. He has the bigger contract. Of course, Jerry Jones loves that guy. But as time goes on, we may see more Tony Pollard than Zeke. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if by the end of this season, they're kind of splitting it 50-50 and not 60-40 or 70-30 like it has been in the past. Now for the Giants defense, you're probably looking at Kayvon Thibodeau, two rookies against each other here. Tyler Smith versus Kayvon Thibodeau could be the matchup at left tackle and the right outside linebacker spot. Then on the other side, Terrence Steele is probably going to be up against Aziz Ojolari, assuming he's playing. And Terrence Steele is actually graded out well too. He's at 73.7 this year, so... You know, both tackles for Dallas, I know it's not what they wanted. It's not Tyrone Smith and Lael Collins, but both guys who have filled in are playing pretty well so far. Now, we'll see if Leonard Williams is out, what the Giants decide to do. We're probably going to see some more... Justin Ellis and see some more Nick Williams, maybe even DJ Davidson. Maybe they put Jihad Ward inside. I mean, we'll see what they uh, decide to do. But of course, if you're missing Leonard Williams, that's going to suck. But Dexter Lawrence is still healthy. He's still playing. And for the linebackers and safeties for the Giants, I mean, we did see like less linebacker play last week. We saw a lot of three safety looks and even some four safety looks for the Giants. We saw times when there was like Tony Jefferson and Dane Belton, McKinney and Love were out there. So I expect to see all four safeties once again. Tay Crowder and Austin Calitro have not been that great so far, to put it nicely. Now, the Giants did get some linebacker reinforcements, and that, of course, was Jalen Smith. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans are very familiar with him because he was once there. I don't know where they drafted him, maybe third round or something, but of course he was supposed to be like a top 10 pick, had the very bad injury in his last college game, and then fell in the draft a bit to Dallas. But he joins the Giants again, we'll see if he plays this week or not. But yeah, overall I expect a pretty low scoring game, and it should come down to which team makes the most mistakes, kind of like last week with the Giants. I mean, the Panthers gifted the Giants with two fumbles the first five minutes of the game. The Giants got good field position and gave them six easy points. I would hope it was more than six, but they only got two field goals. But this is a game where... You know, does Cooper Rush make more mistakes than Daniel Jones, or does Daniel Jones make more mistakes than Cooper Rush? And I think offensive line plays big in this game as well. Of course, Dallas has the young left tackle. Their left guard spot's questionable. The Giants get some pass rushing reinforcements back with their top two guys in Kayvon and Aziz. Can the Giants take advantage of that? And can Dallas take advantage of a Giants interior offensive line that has not been very good? So for me, it comes down to pressure, which quarterback throws the interception, has the fumble. That's what it comes down to for me because I'm not really expecting like a 31 to 27 type game. I know these teams have played those type of games in the past, but this feels like a lower scoring game. The over-under is only 39. So when you see an over-under in the NFL below 40, that's pretty bad. So I'm, I'm expecting like a 17-14 type game, maybe like a 20 to 16 type game. I don't know. But I do think the Giants win this game, which I do not say very often. Um, when I do my spread pick show right after this, I'm going to pick the Cowboys because I've picked against the Giants the first two weeks in it's worked out, so I'll keep that superstition going. But I do genuinely think the Giants have a good chance here. I know Cowboys fans probably think the same way, so 
those are always the fun matchups when one fan base is confident they're going to win and the other fan base is confident they're going to win. So we're going to see what happens on Monday night. I'm super excited for it. Right now, I'm planning on streaming the game. So if you guys want to join me on this channel for that game, I'll be doing like the play-by-play -play commentary and have some hopefully positive reactions throughout that game. So if you guys want to join, then feel free. So yeah, Cooper Rush is undefeated as a starter. So hopefully the Giants can put an end to that. So that's going to do it. I hope you guys enjoyed the video. I will talk to you guys Monday night and let's hope the Giants can keep this going, get the 3-0 and maybe even 4-0. We'll see how it goes, but one game at a time. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed. I'll talk to you guys next time.